what do you expect? What do you think they're going to find? Well, I don't I don't like to project because it's like it's kind of like when they have elections and like for three days they're trying to figure talk about who's going to win. You right. Know? Let's just see who wins. Let's find out who wins. <laughs> um, here I am. Here I am. You know, part of me feels like you do, that it's going to look the same. Yeah, but... that's how I feel. Oh, you're recording? Yeah. It's really weird, because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me. But I have to think of you in front of me, because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> well, I always have thoughts that, like, come to the back of my head, but I haven't been letting them, you yeah. know, take me over or anything. Good. colonoscopy um, you know this is not it's not a frightening procedure it's uh, something that people get every day they stick a uh, camera thing up your butt and uh, they go into your intestines and uh, take video or I don't know pictures I've never seen the videos I'd like to see the videos uh, but I've seen the images that's what it is. Why am I doing this? Well, I'll get into that in a second. We can, I'll tell the story in a second, but for now, it is six, approximately 6.45 in the morning, and I've been up since 3.30. I had to drink the second half of my prep which is like a Miralax. I don't know if anyone takes that in real life, but uh, it's something that makes you go to the bathroom excessively. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that the first half I took at around 5 or 6 p.m. yesterday, and the second half 12 hours, or you know maybe 10, 11 hours later. And I didn't eat yesterday you know you're supposed to fast all day and then take this stuff and uh, that's what I did I'm waiting for my mom to pick me up you have to have someone bring you because you, the during the procedure you're on hardcore drugs and uh, I, I can't remember the name of the drugs that I'm gonna be on Demerol something or other I don't know I don't know I'm not a, I'm not one of these kind of prescription pillhead type people that takes these things in uh, in daily life, but they do knock you out when I get the these uh, tests. They do knock you out. So yeah, I, I I've been back for a few days from Costa Rica, and uh, I've I've been good since I've been back. Been very 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 chill. Uh, I've been not doing much uh, I don't know where she's at we should go outside but it's a little chilly outside it is turning spring in here in Cincinnati um, which is always lovely I mean it's not things aren't shooting and sprouting yet but the weather is warming up that said it's a little chilly right now though I haven't eaten so you know you get a little you can get a little uh, chill. You can get a little cold when you haven't eaten, uh, if you know what I mean. 
All right, we're gonna we're gonna head over and uh, see what this is all about. Hey, what's up? You got a you got a key to my house, right? I do. Okay, good, cause I, I didn't bring I, it. I purposely put it in there. I brought my computer because I thought, well, if I have long waiting times, I can get something done. Yeah. Cool. And then I but I did transfer the key also. Great. Okay, good. I'm glad you're waiting outside. So we're not really bad at all. No, we're fine. We're fine. On time. Okay, now I gotta remember. Go left again. here. Go left and then left. And then we're just gonna go up Ludlow. You know what I'm saying? Just up, oh. up Hamilton to Ludlow. Okay. Um, yeah, well, what do you think? About what? <laughs> I don't know. What do, you, what do you expect? What do you think they're gonna find? Well, I don't know. I don't like to project because it's like, it's kind of like when they have elections and like for three days they're trying to figure, talk about who's gonna win. You right. Know? Let's just see who wins. Just find out who wins. So, you know, part of me feels like you do, that it's going to look the same. Yeah, but, that's how I feel. Um, and, you know, we'll have to look at uh, some other do you solutions. Have any, do you have any deep-seated fears? Um, well, I always have thoughts that, like, come to the back of my head, but I haven't been letting them, yeah. you know, take me over or anything. Good. I, I, think feel, that, I feel good. Yeah. Oh, you're recording? Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I did have a little trouble sleeping last night, and it wasn't even really specific. I... I think the, um, you know, I have this chemistry that sort of is in place that takes over pretty easily if I, if, uh, I, you know, it's hard to know how to always yeah, control that. Yeah, and it doesn't but, allow you to sleep. Yeah. But you don't but think I, it's thoughts? That, well, it I mean, starts that with thoughts, but then, um, then it sort of, then it takes over on its own, you know? Yeah. It starts with thoughts, but um, even when I'm feeling, like, better, it sort of takes over on its own. It takes time. You know, I slept great. I don't know if I told you. Sunday night, I had, like, the best sleep I'd had in months. Nice. It was Yeah, great. you look a little tired. Well, I also don't usually wake up that early. Yes, it's early. Yeah. I tell you, I you know, I woke up at 3.30. Um, well, you took this. When did you first take this stuff? I took the first stuff at, like, 5, 6 p.m. So yeah. I don't understand that. And they expect you to, like, wake up during the night and poop all the time? Yeah, no, no. No, I mean, I woke up and at 3.30 and I had to take the second half. Why do they do that to people? <laughs> I don't know. That's what you're supposed to do. But it, it so that you get it all like out. That. I yeah, don't know. But it, they used to do it before you went to bed so that well, you could at least sleep. I don't know. Like the, I, I didn't, I wasn't like waking up going to the bathroom really. Right. I, you know. Just one time you had to get up. They just go back yeah. to sleep after that? No. No, no, because you, you have, then once you drink all the stuff, you have to go to the bathroom again. So I just, that's all right. I stayed up and watched yeah. Anthony Bourdain. Right. And of course, you know, you're going to be on the anesthesia, so you're going to be sleeping. I watched Laos, Tokyo, Uruguay, and Spain. <laughs> all that's four great. of those. And just started Egypt. Laos, gosh. I'll continue Egypt when I get home. I wonder when I'm he just, was in Egypt. When? When, yeah. Uh, it was before the Arab Spring. Because it's pretty messed up now. It, it was like probably, I would guess, mid-decade, <coughs> mid, mid, uh, 2000s, 2005, six I don't know. Okay, I'm going through, I, I can't even... Let's go straight. Let's go I know, straight. Ludlow... Um, so we're going to go all the way, Ludlow to Jefferson, and then and then turn left on to MLK. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. I needed to see it in my mind. So, I, I don't know. I mean... I wish this were a solution, but yeah, my, my, my feelings are that it's going to still look pretty good. Yeah. And that they're going to be like, okay, well, you're doing pretty good. Just keep doing what you're doing. Right, right. But 
you know, it's annoying because my tolerances are getting smaller and smaller. Right. But that said, I almost feel like, you know, I should just... I mean, if it's got really bad, then it's not really... Well, I don't mean get really bad, but part of me just thinks, like, just start opening up my diet no matter what kind of happens. Just see what happens. I don't know. Just be a little more adventurous, even if it's a little bit yeah. uncomfortable for a bit, and maybe it'll level off. But I also, you know, I'm also... I, you know, I do want to see this guy that you found. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd wait to do that. Just to, it's only next week now, so right. a little over a week. Right. Well, let's let's, so. let's see him and see see what what uh what he says. Yeah. You know, whatever. Meanwhile, other than you know, barring stuff that ha- the kind of thing that happened last week, it's not miserable. You know what I mean? And right. That wasn't even miserable, but that was scary. Well, it's scary because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, start bleeding from the internally like that. Obviously, it's, uh, you know, it's a sign something's going wrong. You know, right. I do think, I, I mean, I, you don't disagree that the peanuts, you know, there was something about the peanuts. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what uh, I think it was. But, I mean, you know, that's it. That still shouldn't do no, that. No, uh, absolutely. Yeah, obviously there's a state there that causes that to happen. It doesn't happen to people that don't have the right. issue. My guess is that they won't even see that, though, today. Right, right. But you're going to find out. Don't forget to record. Yeah, you know, what we should just look at that and uh, review it with me. Although, I'm, you know, I did it a couple times, but we'll look at it when we get there. Oh, the phone. The phone, just yeah. to review it. I mean, you want I, me to do I it on this I would show you thing? how to, no, nah, because it's a little more complicated. It's not really that complicated, but. I could do it on both, maybe, or try. At least I don't want. Just, the phone is fine. The phone I is fine. I should have brought my audio-visual team. Very easy on the phone. They could have taken video of the whole thing, and we could have. <laughs> well, I mean, there was, Scott did go in and get an infusion with me one time. Really? For yeah. that movie that he never made? The movie that he never made, yeah. I wish he'd do that. It's kind of... I don't even want him to see that movie know. anymore. But, I mean, whatever. I like that he has that footage it's of that time. Is, it's a, is the other line good? Uh, it's fine, it's but there's cars parked. Um, yeah, that was... I don't know. I probably wouldn't like seeing any either. You know, I don't even like looking at those photographs of that... When Becky came in to visit that uh, holiday season, when you were so bad, I, I yeah, my stomach turns when I look at those photographs. Yeah, I, I didn't look that bad, but no, yeah. but it's not just that you. It's not. Yeah, it's no, not that I, you look that bad. It's that I did. The I, memories yeah. come back. You know, I yeah, see how yeah. bad you looked, and the memories come back. It's not that any other person looking at the photograph would think you look that bad. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, let's, you know, maybe it's about just, you know, I'm guessing that they're not going to call for surgery here. Um, well, this doctor, I don't think is going to No, but, but any... Krinus will call me yeah. at some point. I, my guess is he won't call for surgery, but... Do you think he'll call you or you have to call him and make an appointment? I spoke like to him saying. yesterday. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I mean, I think that I'll have to call and get him to call. You know what I mean? Right. To right, remind right, him. Right. But what did he say yesterday? I think he'll call me. Um, he, he said yesterday that he's glad that I'm getting the colonoscopy and that I um, should. Uh, well, I asked him if I could get some infusions. Oh right. And he he kind of he was like oh <coughs> yeah, um, you know, and then finally said that. Um, yeah, he'll figure that out. Let's, let's get Did this. Did you ever get your hemoglobin? 
Yeah, ten point two. <clears throat> so it stays pretty stable. Yeah. When you, well, basically that's when you stop bleeding. Well, yeah. And it stayed stable. Ten point three, and then and then yeah, ten point two is the next one. A couple few days later, so mm-hmm. yeah, that means yeah, it's pretty stable. Um. So. Yeah, I just I, I'm ready to be done with that aspect. I don't like that blood loss aspect yeah. of, of the of the thing. Yeah. The other stuff, you know, it's it's manageable. Um you know, in real life and stuff. That that medicalizes me more than I'd like to be medicalized. The blood so you thing. can get right over there but I don't know if there's Yeah, that's okay. You're good. Um yeah, the blood loss thing because I gotta continually the iron, Get yeah, more and that you know, like what happened when you're gone, you know, it's right. it's much more dangerous yeah. if something happens when you're gone. Yep. It's warming up. It got down to the 30s today. I know. Well, it'll warm back up. Uh, I don't think today's gonna get that. Warm. Not today. Not oh today. yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll definitely the warm back days. up. Yeah. I got the air. No, we're, we're definitely. Oh, we're, we're 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 we're. We're basically... Oh, I'm fine. I'm not... You're fine. And, you know, we're going to get there and we're going to wait a half hour. No, so that's we're going to wait an hour. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I, I mean, I'm saying we're still entering spring. I'm saying it's... Oh, yeah. It's not going to cold... Oh, no, no, no. Cool no. back down to where it was. No, it's typical March weather. It's going to yeah. get warm again. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, all right, I turn this thing off and uh, we'll turn it on. Maybe we'll turn it on. Um, it's like Mickey Mouse. So many people have said Really? Yeah. Yes, it does. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll uh, turn it back on after, and I'll be in a loopy state because I'll be on uh, okay. painkillers or whatever. Not painkillers, but whatever that is. Anesthesia. Anesthesia. Yeah. All right. I actually, uh, believe it or not, I brought you a little food for later because uh, you know how they want to feed you uh, saltines and everything? Do they? I've never had saltines after. They usually bring in saltines and... They never did that for me. Really? I've never eaten after. As far as I know, I, don't, I may not remember. Uh, I don't, they do try don't to let them feed you. Feed, don't let them feed no, the saltines. No, I won't. I brought a few pecans and a, and a small avocado, which, you know, you don't necessarily have to eat it, but it, yeah, well, I, I if probably, they insist you eat something, because they sometimes do. They, they never have for me, and okay. I've had three of them, four They of also them. bring you, like, ridiculous lemonade and things You're like that. You're, like, doing this at posh places or something. <laughs> I get They just kick me out. Really? Oh, maybe. Maybe I'm talking about it when it's at hospitals. Yeah. Maybe they don't do that at this kind of place. Um, they don't have any catering. No, no catering. No catering. Uh, all right. Well, well uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll turn this back on in a minute when I, when I, when, uh, well, not a minute, but in a few hours when I'm out of this procedure. Okay. Let's see if we're recording now. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay. It just seems like I just have to press that. Oh, okay, again well, yeah, you can just press that then. Yeah, so yeah. just press it once and it kind of is on standby and then yeah. press it again and it's right. record or take pictures or anything. Really? Okay. Here we go. It's post performance um, or procedure. And I'm, I'm home now in the comfort of my own home now. And it, it uh, you know, it, was, it went swimmingly. It was, it was a dream come true now it was it was actually very very easy due to the drug the drug was wonderful it was the propofol the michael jackson death drug that uh is actually 
quite delightful. Uh, and I'd had that, I think, one, once before. My first time I had a colonoscopy and, and uh, remembered that it was easy. But I had a guy, you know, I had my own personal trip master. Um, looked like a just straight-up businessman, doctor. You know, he was raking in the dough, as the anesthesiologists are, and uh, made me sign something so that my insurance paid him. And then, and then he was there at bedside administering the drug, you know, looking at my damn eyes or whatever he was doing. And he's like, all right, it's going gonna, it's gonna to burn a little, and that'll go away. Just give me some nice, deep breaths. Give me some nice, deep breaths. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. How you feeling? How you feeling? Oh, I'm, get, I'm getting a little bit sleepy, like a little bit dreary. But I'm still up. I'm still cool, you guys. I'm still cool. Oh, pump him. Give him some more. Give him some more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at him. Yeah. That's the last I remember. And um, then I woke up. My mom was there. And they were like, how you feeling? I'm like, I'm so dreary. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. And uh, slowly woke up, but I actually very quickly woke up um, and was, was uh, came to. And then uh, the doctor came over and talked. And, you know, my mom tried to turn this on. I had to turn it on. She couldn't figure it out. But he would not let us. He said, oh, there's no, there's no uh, recording in here. Nah. The last doctor let us record. This guy wouldn't let us record, but that's all right. That's all right. He was probably bad on camera anyway. Um, but the bottom line is they did it. They took some images. I've got lots of, uh, lots of images of my intestines. And uh, the deal is, well, I don't know exactly. You know, I can just read what he wrote there, which is pretty minimal information. Um, but there, there's a, there, there was a, a fissure, like which means like a, a little tear that was the bleeding. I don't think it was the ulcer. I think it was a separate little tear, uh, probably from peanuts. You know, hard to say. I have my meeting with uh, my personal doctor, uh, my personal GI doctor, in a week. And... They took a biopsy, so, the, I mean, is this, t am I oversharing? Do I overshare with this stuff? Look, I'm a healthy dude. I'm not, I'm not like a hospital-bound guy by any means. Um, I, I, I am very healthy. I do, do the, uh, I can, I can, I, I can run. I can, I can uh, exercise. I'm pretty, fairly lithe. Not, not, not as lithe in the lower back and hips area as much as I'd like to be, I guess. But other than that, quite, quite lithe and uh, strong, you know, strong guy. I, I, I think I could probably whoop your ass. Most people, a lot of people probably at this point, I could whoop their ass. Um, I wouldn't try. Don't, don't test me with that. You know, if you know that you can whoop my ass because it's not, I'm not looking for a fight. I'm just saying that, um, you know, I I uh, I feel I feel in shape, okay. That said, um, 
there are, you know, some problems in, in my digestive system, okay? And that, that does affect a lot of, a lot of things uh, in my life, you know? It, 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 my diet is quite limited. Um, you know, I've, been, I've taken the natural approach to things, and it has served me. Uh, at this point, I don't know. I, I, I have an appointment to, to speak to another doctor like a, that my mom found in New York and to see him in May. And he's he's like a one of these hot shot uh, cash only kind of dudes. He doesn't fuck with the the insurance. He doesn't fuck with Western medicine. He's he's strictly uh, strictly hardcore, holistic, whatever shit you know. And he's a hot shot, but he's a, he's a, he's an actual doctor. He's not like he's not a, a medicine man exactly, or anything like that. But but he he's a GI doctor, but he but he deals in you know diet lifestyle mostly probably in I don't know different vitamins and tinctures and shit you know I'm skeptical of all that stuff in a way but it, it's you know my mom suggested it she suggested this other diet to me the SCD which I've been on for uh, uh, over two years and. That seems to be a good thing. I think I'd be a lot worse off without that, probably. Uh, so, you know, I listen to her. She does. She's good at like internet research. That's something that she's very good at. Something that I'm not, you know, fantastic at necessarily. And you know, she she pins hopes on things. She she pins hopes on this guy. She thinks he might have some answers for us. So I talked to him sometime late next week. I think. This episode, by the way, is perhaps boring. You, you feel free to just turn it off. It's just going to be me talking, all right? But I figured this is my show, and I'm going to keep you up to date on my life. And uh, if you're my kid or kids listening to this in, uh, I don't know, 20 years, whatever, if, if I should ever have a kid, you know, this may be interesting to you. This is this is Daddy talking. This is Daddy talking on March 18th, 2015, okay? Um, so, anyway, that, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for some answers because I have all these... I, I, I like traveling. I like traveling, and I like traveling for work. I like touring, you know? I, I want to I make it slower. I want to make touring slower. Um, I'm able to do that on the solo tours. I want to figure out how to do that on uh, band tours as well, if possible, to just slow it down a bit and stay in a town sometimes a little longer. Take, take more days off. Take two to three days off a week. Is that crazy? Is that crazy? Two days off a week at least, right? Um, Monday and Tuesday, every week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, every week. I mean, I don't know, depending. But I, I just feel like I, I, I have these, it's preemptive nostalgia, you know, about what could, what could be. Because I never lived like that. Because back when I was touring and I was, I was healthy, you know, I was vegan. I was very restricted. And I, and I wasn't like loose vegan, relaxed, like, oh, you know, let's see if they have anything I can eat that's vegan. If not, you know, if there's a little cheese or a little, like, I was like strict. 
I was like, I was like super, uh, like, I don't know, hard. I, 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 I wasn't allowing, I, I wasn't open in my heart and open in my mind. You know, I, I was kind of like, this is the way that I live and I'm going to go places and continue my lifestyle because my lifestyle is the correct lifestyle for me. You know, and I, I wouldn't preach at other people to turn them vegan or something, but I, I would never stray. You know, I, I have a bit of a, like an obsessive compulsive kind of personality, I suppose. So, you know, I was, I was strict, I was strict. So I, I would go to, you know, France or whatever, where, where the culinary tradition is, is mighty or, or, or Italy or Japan, you know, uh, never went to China, want to, uh, you know, I would go to these places and, you know, just order people around to make sure that, that, uh, they had vegan options for me. You know, I would go to a festival and talk to the head chef, you know, at, at the Catherine. Uh, you know, I would immediately when I got there, I'd be like, okay, can I speak to catering? You know, and then, and then the, whoever our, our, our person was at the festival, our liaison or whatever, would take me over to catering. The rest of the band would, would go chill out somewhere or do whatever when we got in. And I would just talk, I would talk to the head chef like, hi, you know, I just want to make sure you've got something for me, for me to eat, you know, and, and you definitely need some proteins. So you're going to need some tofu or some fake meat shit or this kind of thing. Because otherwise I'm going to feel tired, you know. And I didn't understand what was going on inside me. That that actually, that stuff was was making me feel worse, you know, but in my mind that was like doing the job of meat, you know, it was like giving me that protein. I don't think it worked in that same way. I think it was detrimental, in retrospect. But you know, rather than enjoying the fruits of the land, you know, I wouldn't go to France and and be like, what what's the best thing you have at this really good restaurant that we're at right now. You know, what's, what's the fucking bomb shit? Bring the foie gras, you know, whatever. Not to say that that's a, a, a good thing, because we all know about how overfeeding geese or whatever the fuck they do. You know, whatever. Bring the, the duck confit. Bring the whatever. You know, I, I would try to bend their culinary to, to my personal belief system and was very strict about it. And I never really, so, you know, I have certain, certain past nostalgia about getting in and, and, you know, getting into Brussels a day early, having that jet lag day, sitting there with my, with my buddies, you know, drinking a Lefe Blonde at the, at the airport hotel, you know, walking around trying to stay up, stay awake. Oh, let's find a, oh, there's a Chinese restaurant we can eat at. They might have some vegan food, you know. Um, but a lot of this is surrounding food, I realize, because that's become a, a major, I guess, thing for my life. I like food a lot. Now, I'm open to anything, you know? I just watched about fucking 12 episodes of Bourdain, of, of uh, No Reservations. I've seen all these before, but I'm re-watching them. And uh, I, I would, you know, if I had my druthers now, I would, I would do like he does. Like, get, I want, give me the best thing here. Give me like the the top notch thing, you know. If if my digestive system worked well, uh, 
And I went through a very, very short period where I was kind of doing that. Um, you know, was kind of open to whatever. And it, for the most part, not not for, not all the way because I, I wasn't eating a ton of carbohydrates at the time, which I'm still not trying to eat um, because of how they affect the gut based on this disease, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Anyway, that's, I do, but I do have this nostalgia of travel, uh, you know, traveling freely without having to just carry cans of, you know, fish and um, sardines and shit, which I don't mind eating. I like them, but that's not really the way I want to travel, you know, in hard-boiled eggs. I want to live it up. Uh, I don't, you know, if I don't drink again in my life, I haven't drank since 2012. If I don't drink again in my life, it's not the end of the world. It would be nice to have a glass of wine from now and again, but I'm not counting on that. But I, I just want to be looser. I don't want to be stringent. My heart is so much more open now than it was in years past. Um, and I want my diet to reflect that. I want my lifestyle to reflect that. Uh, I don't know. I just feel more open. I, I regret, you know, I mean, if I'm going to regret, which, you know, you can't regret. But if I was to, I would regret being so strict those years, you know, and and being so pent up. You know, I, I feel a lot, a lot looser now. Like, I can relax a lot more. Um, and love more. You know, I see people now, and I've been doing that thing where I just look at people's faces and imagine... Um, imagine their vulnerabilities, imagine their, um, their lives and their, their hardships and what, you know, and just, and love them. I just feel a love, you know, like that. Know that, that, uh, all people are, are like me going through stuff and we're all, we're all one and the same. And I don't want to get too, too, uh, spiritual miracle here, but, you know, that's, that's, I do feel that way. And back then... You know, it was hard. It was a hard world. It was me fucking yelling at TSA or pre-TSA or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, it was it was me yelling at hotel managers that didn't have the right kind of rooms or 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 you know, haute cuisine French chefs that didn't have fucking uh, you know tofu. And I'm through with that. I'm through with that shit. I'm 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 about being open to the world now. I, I just, you know, I, I got to figure this this uh, this diet and these guts out because I, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be, you know, relegated to, to home and, and uh, bedrooms and stuff like that. Not that I'm, I'm not bedridden by any means, but uh, that's a stupid way to say it. But I, I don't want to feel like I can't travel freely. That's all. That's what I mean. All right. Um, so yeah, as far as what what's going on inside me, I don't know. There's a he says there's some inflammation around the ulcer as well. So I, I, I'll find out next week what what my doctor has to uh, say about about all this and uh, see what we want to do. You know, I still I hope surgery is an option. Just get rid of the original thing and start fresh. But obviously, I'm not going to do that without the doctor's approval and stuff because I, I don't, I don't, you know, I haven't seen it. I know that, 
you know, I'm willing to put in whatever lifestyle choices I got to put in to make, to make, to get healthy and uh, stay healthy, you know, even if that does mean limiting my diet some, you know. Um, all right, but what, what happened? How did this happen? Well, I was down in Costa Rica. Let's get into this story a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell this story briefly and then, and then, um, I'll send this, this episode out to you people. Um, all right. I was down in Costa Rica. I spent about, I don't know, 10, 10, 12 days down there. And, you know, it, it, there were times where th- things were tough for me. I ate a, I ate a, a mango one time and, and, uh, had some cramping from that. Uh, I ate a passion fruit one time. I had some cramping from that. I ate, I don't know, some, some other vegetables that down there, some spinach-like thing and then some some kind of mushrooms, and they gave me problems. You know, I, it's just being in a different place, maybe, and eating the different kind of food. And maybe maybe I didn't wash stuff well enough. To, maybe I washed it and the water wasn't good, you know. Uh you know, there's a lot, like, you know, it wasn't like organic stuff, some of it was pesticide stuff, maybe, hard to say, hard to say what was going on, but bottom line is, it was hard for me, I had some troubles while I was down there, so I was eating a lot of fucking bananas, I was eating some apples, eggs, eggs, you know, I would eat uh, hard-boiled eggs, or or, or, uh, just like fried eggs, and uh, a lot of avocados, that's that's you know that was kind of my my uh, go-to chilled food there and canned fish of course I I wanted regular fish but like there the the there were no there were no places to buy fresh fish that I could cook so there the, the places to do that were were like twenty minutes drive away I didn't have a car etc but uh fine so. I did feel my diet closing in on me a little bit there, and I don't know, I was a bit isolated, there was a bit of isolation that I felt, uh, and that was good in a way, you know, I talked about on the last episode, I think, just, just, uh, that loneliness and trying to feel, feel the love around me nonetheless, and, um, and all that, and I did, and it's easy in Costa Rica, because there's, there, people are really, they're, they already have a love. There's not like, the, you know, a couple people, like the guy at the meat counter, you know, had a, had a sour puss. But in general, uh, the people were very uh, open and, and uh, you know, you could smile at somebody and say hi. And they, they probably would smile back. You know, that's not always the case here in the States, you know. And, uh, you know, you, you, you get hit with that pretty quickly at the airports and dealing with the TSA here when you get back in and the airlines and those people are tough, you know. Um, they're working in these environments that don't really allow them to be humans, you know, don't really allow them to be um, open and, and and have emotions or, or, or give a shit about you because it's just there's so many people marching through there they just have to be hard how they are, you know, and they, they think about it as like, you know, it's us versus them or something, you know. And you can get into that way of thinking, and that's that's poison to think that way. You know, it's us, it's us versus us. It's always us, you know. Uh, so anyway, I'm there, 
And one day, I ate this whole like snack bag of peanuts. And I had been eating peanuts the whole time. Like, I would buy the ones in the shell, and I would shell them and sit and do a crossword puzzle at night, and uh, or in the you know afternoon and you know on the hammock or whatever, and listen to a podcast, you know. Uh, eat peanuts and and uh, whatever, but this particular day I bought a a bag of peanuts that were already uh, shelled, you know, just and I don't know. I'm not. I'm blaming them because I think it probably was them that that did this, but I'm not 100% positive. So what happened was uh, I went surfing. This is the first day I went surfing. So I borrowed a board from. Uh, Rodrigo, the guy that owned the the hotel, uh, the the place I was staying at, and the restaurant in front of it, and I went down to the beach, you know, early in the morning, hadn't eaten anything, and surfed for a while. I got up, I was able to get up a little bit, um, not, you know, not like masterfully, uh by any means, but, you know, I'd catch a wave and then, and then try to stand up, and I had watched people take lessons, so I kind of got, got a feel a little bit for it, you know, you kind of stick your right knee out, kind of put it on the back there, and then you get up, and, you know, I, I guess I have decent balance and everything from yoga, and, uh, you know, I was able to get up with with my hand down a lot, kind of my kind of tripoding it, you know, with the hand down a little bit too, and uh, taking that hand away is easy to slip. It's very slippery, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Went back home to my to my uh, dome, and was super hungry. After you know, I think I went shopping first actually, and then went back to the the, the crib. And, you know, by, by now it was about noon or, or, or so. And I had been up since, you know, six or so. And uh, I ate, like, a lot. Like, four bananas, this whole bag of peanuts, uh, maybe an apple or two apples, something like that. All fruit and nuts. I figured, okay, well, hopefully I'm cool with this, you know, and I knew, I think, eating the peanuts, that this is a lot of peanuts to eat, uh, but I did it, okay, then I, I was really tired since I had woken up early, so I, I, and my stomach started hurting a bit, a little bit, just a little bit, so I laid down for a minute and uh, fell asleep for maybe an hour, 45 minutes, and then uh, woke up with some pretty bad pains, and tried to start working for a while uh, on the, on the the music that I was working on Serengeti stuff me and Serengeti stuff and um you know it's hard to concentrate when you have cramping going on if any of you know what I'm talking about it's almost probably akin to 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 feminine cramping you know when it's your time you know it's 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 uh, probably not too different than that but you know it can be pretty severe so, uh, and it comes in waves, weirdly. And in this moment, I said, well, you know, fuck this shit. Uh, I'm going to fight it. I'm going to fight it. You know, and I thought about 
I thought I had a blockage. I figured I had a blockage, and I may have had a blockage um, at, at my ulcer because there's a narrow, narrowing, you know, like a narrow opening um, in my large intestine from my small intestine, basically. So I was like, oh, no, fuck this shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work this shit out. So sometimes if, if I'm active, I feel like, you know, something about metabolism, it burns up the food more quickly and, you know, First, I, I, I ate, I said, I need something soothing to eat because fruit and nuts is kind of can be volatile in my gut. And, and I, I, so, I, so I had an egg and, um, and some avocado. So I thought, well, that'll be soothing and it'll be like real substance that's in there kind of hang. So I ate that and then I went out and I said, I'm going to run. I'm going to run this off. I'm going to run this, these cramps off. And... I did it. I put on uh, Bob Dylan, uh, Blonde on Blonde, and I, I just ran up the hill uh, the, the way that I hadn't really gone, like the, the remote way where there isn't much, the town where the town ends. And I ran on the road that's parallel to the beach for a good 15 minutes something like that, and then I turned down a, some, some street and went down to the beach and ran back, all the way back to my part of the beach and uh, went back to the crib, cooled down, and then it was worse. It was better. While I was running, I kind of got it to be better because of adrenaline, you know, and then it was worse when I got back. It was tough, so I took a shower and then from then on, which was maybe, I don't know, three, and three four in the afternoon, uh, I was just, I laid in bed and uh, went to sleep around seven or eight at night as soon as I could. Um, and when I woke up in the morning, I mean, you know, I didn't sleep that well. I was kind of up thrashing around with the cramping and everything. You know, you got to have this leg up here. You got to be tucked around in this position here, whatever. And uh, eventually, uh, you know, when I woke up in the morning, uh, I went to the bathroom and it was just blood, just blood. It was like, it was just blood. And um, that was a bit frightening. That was a bit frightening. It was a bit alarming. I'm like, okay, all right, that's fine fine that happened and then it happened again then I took a walk down to the beach to sit for a second and meditate went back home and it happened again and at this point I was quite worried uh, so I crouched in a little shadow on the on the uh, deck, not the, the deck, but the, like, where the, the, the court of the restaurant where people eat at, and crashed in a little shadow there, because it was, it was, like, high noon at this point, and, uh, I didn't want to get burned, and I, I FaceTimed my mom, I said, look, I don't want to alarm you, but someone should know what's going on with me, I'm bleeding, you know, a, a lot, and, She was like, well, 
you know, you should get, you should come home. You should, you should come back to Cincinnati. And I was like, yeah, I should. That's right. That's the right, that's the right thing. So we worked on that for a minute. We talked about how how that might happen. And I went and talked to my, the lady that, that, owned the place, the husband of Rodrigo, uh, the, <laughs> the wife of Rodrigo, um, and whose name was Marcella, is Marcella, and I, I said, look, here's what's going on, and she was a former dentist, or, or, or dental surgeon, so she knew, she knew a bit about health, she looked at my eyes, she looked at my tongue, she said, yeah, you don't look great. And uh, we decided that I would go to this clinic that day to get my blood tested, to see how bad this was, to see how much blood I had lost. So she called a cab. First, before that, we were, while we were talking, I kind of passed out. I'll say that. We went up to the deck uh, of the uh, restaurant, and we're talking about the situation. I'm standing, and I was like, I got to sit down. And I sat down, and then I laid down on the floor, on the ground, uh, and my ears were just like, whoa, whoa, and it was embarrassing. There was like this beautiful Swedish man sitting there checking his email at the time, like looking at me like, you know, in his mind, it's like, dude, I'm on vacation. I don't need to be seeing this shit. <laughs> but... Uh, and I knew part of that was probably because I hadn't eaten, losing blood, and I haven't eaten, right? So that's blood sugar levels and blah, 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 whatever the fuck. So I, I did have a soup on the stove because I knew I needed some chicken soup. I needed something that was going to be soothing um, to eat and not, you know, not fruit and nuts. That's for damn sure. So I told Marcel, I said, look, I have a soup on. And, and she helped me up to my place and, and spoon me out some, some, some soup, some broth to eat. And I did, and I felt a little better after that. Then we call, I went to this, uh, she called a cab for me, and I went to this tiny uh, clinic in this town called Kobano. And that was the closest clinic, you know, where, where they can get blood tests and stuff like that. Um, so that was like 45 minutes away or so, driving, maybe 35 45 minutes away, and this wonderful driver named Miguel picked me up, and we talked the whole time. Um, boisterous guy, I got to practice some Spanish with him. He didn't speak much English. Um, and uh, we, when we got to the clinic, I didn't know what, you know, I'm like, all right, who the fuck do I talk to? There's all these windows and different people. And... Uh, it was just straight like country clinic, like not third world exactly, but not first world exactly. And I preferred it. The doors, honestly, the doors were wide open. There was a breeze in, in there. It felt clean. The, the materials were, everything was old, but it was like, you know, the materials were, were cleaner somehow. It was like real tile, real, real wood stuff, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it felt and the vibe was good. It was a good vibe. It was bright in there. Um, you know, the, 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 the wind was just coming right in, the breeze. And the people were super nice. They were sweet. And I had a real, real spirit of peace about me. 
you know, I, in a, I didn't know if I was going to die in that town. You know what I mean? Like, what was going to happen? Um, because they didn't have ways to give me surgery or anything like that. Uh, so I didn't know who to talk to anyway when I got there. Miguel brought me in, and he's like, este hombre, blah, 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 blah. Get him in. Get him in. You know, he knew everyone in there. Because the whole area is small. He's a cab driver. He knew half the people in there. He said, he's like, I don't know, why is my cousin sitting here? I'm going to see what's wrong. What's wrong with him, you know? And, um, et cetera. He, he, he got me in there quickly. Gave him a blood test, you know. Very easy needles there, too. I don't know if they're, like, smaller needles or something or if the people are just really good at, at uh, finding the veins and stuff. But... Um, it was chill, and finally talked to the doctor. I was there no more than, like, probably an hour, hour and a half, maybe, and talked to the doctor. He said, well, you're, you're at a 10.6. Oh, all right, that's a relief, you know. Um, hemoglobin level is supposed to be 13 for adult males or above. So between 13 and 16, I guess, is normal. 10.6 I've been a 10.6 many times in my life. That's not, I'm a 10.2 right now, you know? So that's not the worst thing in the world. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, it's significantly lowered because I had just gotten, I had just sort of topped off my iron infusions. So I was probably at a, probably at a 12.5, I would say, before, before this, you know, when I went down or thereabouts. So I had lost a significant amount of blood. That's just, I don't want to minimize. That's a significant amount of blood to lose. But it's not, it's not deathbed. You know what I mean? 10.6. Well, if that was to keep lowering at that rate, I would die in, in you know, six days or something like that. Um, but five days. But it wasn't going to happen like that. I knew it was, you know, I didn't know, actually. But I hoped it would slow down. So... Oh, that clinic was great. I started crying. I felt very emotional. I felt very emotional. I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes when you're when you have a situation where where you you can feel the idea of death, you know, you just you calm it down. You 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 breathe into the moment, and you kind of can feel very connected to everybody and everything. And I felt I felt this like. I felt this calmness around me um, that I don't know how to explain. Just like, just a peace, just, you know. And, you know, my, of course my parents would say, well, that's, the, that's, that's God, you know, sitting there with you or whatever. Maybe, maybe, you could call it that. I'm fine with calling it that. And uh, I thanked all the people behind the glass when I left. The whole thing cost me $46.00. You know, to get a blood test and talk to the doctor, and uh, I I left in tears and said I had to sit outside and cry into my into my elbow, so that I didn't look too pussy in in this uh, Central American uh, place where where men are supposed to be men. Then my driver came and picked me up, a different driver, uh, but sent by Miguel, the guy Marco. Marco was, had been, lived in the U.S. for like five years in, in L.A. 
and had been working in a factory in L.A., uh, you know, humping his ass off, working his ass off, and uh, had moved back to Costa Rica because the quality of living versus work was just much better in Costa Rica. He could drive the cab and have some time off. We talked about his health issues for a while. He had some issues with acid reflux. And uh, when we got back to the crib, I set up all my travel arrangements with my mom, called her on the phone, and got a flight um, the next day and and uh and everything like that so so then i then that night i just took it easy you know i didn't eat much just ate a little more soup and then uh went to went to bed and when i woke up uh i i was still bleeding but it was not as bad it was darker it was thicker blood you know i knew that meant it was kind of drying up or whatever but I still didn't know, you know, how much blood I'd lost. So I wanted to get checked again. But what I did was I walked down to the beach very slowly. I, I felt very, again, that, that, that almost, almost spiritual calmness slash low energy thing, you know, that I think is related to blood loss probably as well as uh, just a relaxed meditative state of accepting what is and being in the moment. And I walked down to the beach and quietly collected some, some rocks because I like to collect rocks from, from places that I go. And uh, then went back to the, to, the, to the house, got a cab, for this airport in Tambor, which is an hour away, maybe 45 minutes, I'd say. We allotted an hour, but it really took about 45. The airport was literally a bench, you know, and an outdoor landing strip. Um, and some guys, like, selling beers and selling uh, coconut water, fresh, fresh open coconuts, pipas. And... I signed up with a guy, guy standing uh, for Nature Air, standing at, at, a, at like a rusty metal desk that just was always out there, you know, outside. And they weighed me and weighed my luggage to make sure that the plane was going to not crash. Put people on, you know, whatever they got to distribute the weight. And got the plane. It was, I'd never been in a plane like that. This was an airplane, airplane, very small, maybe... 20 seats, maybe there were 10 people in there. And the lady in front of me was waving to her grandchildren goodbye and crying. And it made me cry. I just was really thinking, I was just loving her and feeling like just thinking about her life. And, you know, her daughter's here living with this Tico guy and they had kids, and, you know, and it's far away from her home. Wherever she lived, I don't know. Um, maybe Germany. She had kind of a maybe a German accent. And 
got to San Jose and, and found out. No, let me say this before I talk about getting to San Jose. Um, and again, if this is boring for you, I'm sorry. I just figured I'd tell this story of, of how, how I had to cut short my Costa Rica trip. Let me say this. It, 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 but the whole time, while I was, the day, the day that I was bleeding heavily and going to the c- clinic in Kobano and everything, I was being chased by nuns that unbeknownst to me. My mom told me on the phone later that night that she had contacted all these friends of friends that um, had relationships with people in Costa Rica. My mom is, is like, she worries a lot and she takes action to worrying. And so a friend of a friend of hers is Costa Rican, actually called me on the phone while I was in the, the second cab um, just to see how I was. Uh, she was, I don't know where she was in San Jose, I think. And I don't know if she's medical at all. I don't think so. I think she was just a friend of a friend of my mom's. And I told her that I was okay and she could call my mom. Because my mom couldn't call My phone wasn't working down there because I was, you know, out of uh, range or whatever. So unless I was on Wi-Fi at, at, the, uh, at the restaurant, I couldn't really talk to my mom. And even the Wi-Fi at the house, I couldn't even talk at the house really. Had to be like sitting on the deck of the restaurant. So another friend that they had called was is their friend who's who's the head chaplain at this hospital here in Cincinnati. And he's helped me out with a lot of things. He's he's a very very kind guy. And an associate of his is a Dominican guy who is a deacon uh in in the Catholic Church and has relationships with all the Catholics everywhere, I guess, through through the Archbishop of Cincinnati and all, all this stuff. So he had contacted all these Catholics down there who their goal was to, you know, do whatever they had to do to make sure I was safe. So I, I just had a lot of love going on. They were chasing me, basically trying to find me. They came to the restaurant to find me. I had left already for Kobano to go to the clinic. They followed me to the clinic and these, these roads are fucked. These roads are like, like every moment you think your axle's gonna, gonna crack and your, and your tires are gonna pop. I mean, it's just, there's, they're not, there aren't potholes. It is potholes. Like the, the road is made of potholes and there aren't really many actual road parts left. Um, so they chased me to Kobano and then back to the restaurant and then they gave up for the night then they chased me again to San Jose the next day. That's what I heard. Uh, and when I got there, I checked into my... They were supposed to be at the, at the uh, airport to welcome me and to take me wherever I needed to go. Well, my airport shuttle was there. I didn't see them. So I got my shuttle to the, rest, to the hotel, checked in and everything like that, and then tried to go about figuring out how to get another blood test to make sure that I wasn't bleeding out because I did feel tired and I wanted to make sure that I could fly the next day to the States because the flight to San Jose was just half an hour. So, you know, there was a lot of cooks in the kitchen. My mom had called the U.S. Embassy, um, you know, being how she is. And then there was this guy, Louis, that was helping us, the Dominican uh, deacon. 
uh, in Cincinnati, lived in Cincinnati, lives in Cincinnati. And, and uh, so he was trying to help. He was going to have the nuns come and bring, bring a, a medical person that could take blood for, at my hotel room. Fine, let's do that, blah, blah, blah. That fell through. Finally, he, he called. He was also like a platinum member at Marriott. So he calls the GM at the Marriott that I'm at, the general manager, and then that guy calls me, this guy Luis, uh, and he's super kind, and he's like, I'm looking for a clinic that you can go to. Um, first, I try to talk to him in, in Spanish, and, you know, it works. I, I'm okay at it. I can do, get through it. Finally, I've, you know, I'm, but I'm trying to use all this terminology that I don't know and vocab I don't know. Finally, he's like, in perfect English, she's like, so do you want to do this? I'm like, oh, you speak perfect English? Okay, can we switch um, for this occasion? So we did. And he, I don't know, he, he takes about an hour looking through all the different places that I can go, you know, avoiding the hospital because he knew going to the emergency room, I'd be there all night. So he found finally a place for me to go uh, to get my blood tested, got a cab for me. Tell me all the prices. It's going to cost, you know, $20 to get your blood tested. Each cab each way is going to be $12. You know, like, I mean, I, I owe so much to so many people that helped me out. And so I did. I went there, got the blood tested, 10.3. Slowing down, still bleeding, slowing down, though. Totally fine to, uh, to fly. So the next day I flew. I'm gonna cut this short because it's been a it's been a long fucking talk, and I hope this isn't too boring. The next day I flew out. Of course, my flight was delayed. This is the modern day, and airlines are always delayed. So I missed my second flight. Now I I was a bit. I did not want to miss that flight. I wanted to get home to have the the worries off me, and not be stuck in Houston, but. Whatever. Bottom line is, I got stuck in Houston that night. Bought a pack of t-shirts, um, Hanes t-shirts, and um, you know, genuine jockey tidy whities at the Marriott, which I was put up in by United. Thank you, United. You know, at least you do you do tend to put me up in hotels when when uh, when you miss my flights. And because I didn't have my bag, so I bought these underwear and shirts, which I ended up returning in the morning, having used a t-shirt and a pair of underwear to sleep. Uh, but they, the shirts had whole pin, they had like pinholes in them in the shoulder, and I paid sixty-five dollars for for the <laughs> for three Hanes white shirts and and three pairs of jockey uh, tidy whities. So I returned them in the morning because I was like, oh, I don't, I'm not keeping these. And uh, the underpants were very strange. I don't know if any of you have seen these ones that have, instead of like a flap in the front, it's almost like a diamond shape. My penis is not shaped like that. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but very pointy and weird and, and uh, gripping me in a way that I did not want to be gripped. Uh, I, I, you know, I do like a pair of briefs. I do wear briefs for the most part. Actually, I'm wearing... Um, like I guess you call them boxer briefs right now, but some, but most of the time I wear briefs, and I, but I don't want a grip. I want something that fits just, just snugly, but not, not aggressively. Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, the next morning, got on a flight uh, from uh, Houston to Cincinnati. My parents picked me up, worried, of course, gave them big hugs. And we went straight to the doctor and got tested and had to wait the weekend for that test because there's no, there's no uh, lab at, at my doctor's office like there is in Central America. But found out on Monday, ended up being a 10.2, so bleeding very slowly now at that point. Not anything to be worried about, not dangerous. So that was that. And then that leads me to my today, the colonoscopy. You guys, it's been real. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm going to leave you all with that. I'm a little tired. I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe try to get outside for a minute today before all the light goes and uh, just get some fresh air. Take a, maybe a short, quiet walk down the street. If you stuck in there and listened to that whole thing, thank you. You know, I'll have a guest on again next week, and we'll resume regular, regular wandering wolves. But uh, for now, thank you for listening. That was my ordeal over the last week or so. So, you know, it's been a trying week, but you know what? I'm glad. I want to say this. I want to say this. These trials and tribulations that I go through are an opportunity for me to practice a certain form of spirituality, I think, a certain form of letting go of control, a certain form of being in the moment, a certain form of loving everyone around me and feeling loved by the people that are taking care of me. It were, I cried a lot, man. I had a, a, several moments, like when, when someone seemed to really show care and, and, and someone that I didn't know, you know, take care of me, it means a lot, you know? Um, and I, I really felt that love, you know? And I think I've grown a lot through all these different physical uh, difficulties, these, these different experiences that I've had, especially in different countries, which a lot of times I get sick or I get injured and, or whatever in different countries because, you know, I'm out of my comfort zone and, and uh, things happen when you're out there in the world, wandering, you know? But I'm not gonna quit wandering. I, 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 have, I have it in my, in my blood, you know? The, the, the blood I have left, you know, I, I, I have that wander, and I like it. Well, I like to meet new people, see new places. So, and I am getting to a place where I'm, I'm more accepting of, of, of the moment, you know, and being there with it. And, uh, and feeling love. You guys, the Wandering Wolf Podcast.com, of course. Get yourself a t shirt, donate to the podcast, uh, get yourself a uh, so one of my, one of my uh, musics, some of the music that I do. And, uh, you know, take it easy. 
if you if you can travel and be and be healthy and easy and and eat and drink to your heart's content that's a gift enjoy that you know enjoy that get to know the people that that uh smile at somebody you know don't be hard we all go through the go through struggles smile at somebody and and uh start talking to somebody randomly and not to pick up a girl you know um just just start talking to like an old man or an old lady at the airport or on the airplane and and uh get to know somebody uh, just for a minute for no reason uh even though you'll you'll not see them again in your life in, in 20 minutes you know uh talk to somebody at a store like they're a real person you know when you're buying something and they're at the counter you know getting a conversation for a minute you know um that kind of thing these are things that that we don't often do in, in this fast-paced hard world that we live in especially as big city dwellers you know how often do people in new york city make eye contact and actually talk to each other eh, sometimes in new york there's that new york thing that happens that i like but you know what i'm saying all right you guys have a great week i'll be back next week with some kind of guest um and uh we'll make it a, a more dynamic episode this has been a bit one-sided but uh, hopefully that was entertaining nonetheless my misery you guys have a great week keep wandering Keep wandering. I should do it like that, like McDonald's. Keep wandering. Bing. Maybe that's an outro, actually. It sounds more like an outro. I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> or something like that. We're not really bad at all. No, we're fine. We're fine.